At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin, And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Greg Peterson Experience right here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network, and we've got a jam-packed show for you as Week 13 in the NFL. Boy, was it something, and well, finished with a lot of points. I'm not going to say it was high drama, but it finished with the Cowboys giving us a big old 50-burger, and well, when you come hungry, we got to get filled up, and we're getting filled up with three hours of great content as in 15 minutes, we're going to be joined by Dave Tooley. He does amazing work over here at the network, taking a look at darn near every betting market on the face of planet Earth. Does a great job looking at the trends of the NFL. And on top of that, he does a great job looking at look at lines. So we've only got one game left for week 13, and he might have a little bit in terms of Monday Night Football as well. We will throw that out there to him, but we'll take a look at some lines for week 14. We're going to get his thoughts, see how the underdogs and the favorites all did on this Sunday as well. So he's going to be joining me in 15 minutes. And in 30 minutes, we go behind the book. That's where we find Dwayne Colucci is the Rampart Race and Sportsbook Director. And just honestly, one of the friendliest people out here in Las Vegas. If you ever come out here, you want to go to the Rampart because he always rolls out the red carpet for everyone. Just a great guy in general. We're going to be seeing how this day went for the books. And one thing I've got to ask him about, as we know, we saw that quarterback change for the San Francisco 49ers with Jimmy G going out of the fold. If there were people that were live betting the Dolphins, and how good of a result that was for his book, because I mean, I'm sure that there were many people. I was one of them thinking, oh boy, we've got Brock Purdy in the game for the San Francisco 49ers. Good opportunity for the Dolphins. 
not so fast as Purdy was pretty good. So we're going to be chatting with those guys in our number one. Our number two, Ben Brown. He does great work at Pro Football Focus at Matt Landis. He is a part of the Props and Ops podcast. They're going to be joining me. We're going to be taking a look to see if there might be a little bit of teaser value for week 14. Get their overall takeaways from everything in week 13. And I'll try to see if they've got a Monday Night Football player or two. And we'll see if we've got a Monday Night Football player or two from Megan Payton in our number three as well. Does a great job over at Wager Talk. Taking a look at the great game of football. So we've got a lot to take a look at. Was a great weekend of football in general, both college and pro. And well, when it comes down to it, I always think what is interesting in terms of sports betting is that you always see lots of volatility with a lot of teams. There's good, there's bad, there's ugly. But I mean, sometimes you get unexpected results from teams. But what I think is really important is to just not go away from what's making you a profit, whether it be a backing or a fading. I will lead this into a college basketball team in a minute. And I'm sure that you guys know the biggest constant in college basketball right now, and it's not necessarily to the good. They were in action on Sunday, but that said, if you're taking a look at one to the not-so-good in terms of the NFL as well, in terms of a team that we saw in Week 13, the Houston Texans just can't get right. They lost to the Cleveland Browns in what was the ultimate fire-up game for them. Deshaun Watson, who pretty much decided, you know what, I'm not going to play for you guys, and then you had the off the field situations you're able to go down the list of things and the fans over there in Houston they let them know their displeasure but still it was a 27 to 14 win for the Cleveland Browns another non-cover for the Houston Texans and and quite frankly it wasn't even as close as the final score would indicate because the Texans they got that last touchdown very very late as a little bit of window dressing and right now the Houston Texans they're just Miring in mediocrity because there's always those bad teams where it's like, all right, where is the bottom for this team? Where can we eventually buy in? And I've backed the Texans a few times this season and haven't necessarily had a lot of failures doing so. I was willing to take a shot on them when they were a nearly two touchdown underdog against the Philadelphia Eagles. They were able to get there for me on that one earlier in the season. It was against the Denver Broncos. As I found out, it wasn't necessary because of the Texans' great play, but because the Denver Broncos, big giant fader Rooney as well, number got to a point where you just couldn't invest in the Denver Broncos this week, so that was their ultimate buy point. But when it comes to this Houston Texans team, just sad result after sad result for them. I believe that they have covered now just one out of their last seven games, so this was another big giant non-cover for them and five straight if you're wanting to get a little bit more exact as well. And that makes you think when you see these teams that week in and week out, they're just, they're laying a turd. We're going to call it what it is. It's just a thing where you have to sit there and you have to think to yourself, all right, what are we going to do with this team moving forward? Should we just continue to dive in on them? And for the Houston Texans, absolutely. You should just continue to dive in until you see a little bit of an adjustment with the number now. The Dallas Cowboys are going to be a very sizable favorite against this team because you were seeing the look at line a little bit earlier. I think that I was seeing it in that realm of about 14 and a half or so before the games that we saw go down on Sunday and with the thrashing, and I mean thrashing, that the Dallas Cowboys put on the Indianapolis Colts. Probably going to be going northward. You get to 17, then it could perhaps be a little bit of a buy point, but... There are just some teams where a lot of models, a lot of these 
spreadsheets, what have you. They can't quantify how bad they are. And you just find like one in every sport. Like I'm doing college basketball and I'm taking a look at the Louisville Cardinals, a team that I've just been completely fading as they are now 0-8 against the spread. I decided to buy in on them once thinking, all right, I think we have finally reached rock bottom with the Louisville Cardinals. Now we have not reached rock bottom with them. And we're not even close at this point, as we found out as 11 point underdogs on the opening number for Sunday, they just got completely trounced by the Miami Hurricanes. I think that that's a number that closed more in that realm of about 11 half, which I'm surprised it didn't go any higher than that because I mean, this is a number that, in my opinion, should have been closer to like 17. So the books are still off, in my opinion, by six points on that. And with Houston, Texas was a little bit of a strange situation this week because I thought if there was going to be some sort of fire up spot, some sort of a time where you took a look a little bit away from the numbers and you use that human element, it's this week. Fortunately, I did not utilize them in the contest and said I played the Chargers, which that didn't go any better with the Chargers getting up 10 to 0 and then probably going straight down the toilet bowl. But I do think that just taking a look at some of these bad teams and them just continuing to spiral downhill, that is important to take note of. And then there are just a lot of good teams as well that we try to poke holes into them and we try to really diminish what they have been doing and what they have been doing very well. And that can oftentimes lead to added value on them as well. And I just thought it was so interesting. And I said it all throughout the week. Uh, one of my favorite plays on the board was the Philadelphia Eagles going up against the Tennessee Titans, a number that opened up at seven on a lo lot of look ads after what we had seen the previous week. That went down to, in a lot of places, more like a five and a half. This gets down to four slash four and a half at kickoff. Titans, they come up snake guys. 35 to 10 final for the Philadelphia Eagles. And because this total went down, it was actually an over. We actually saw a relatively okay amount of overs. It depends upon some of your closing numbers like that Giants game. I know that some places closed at a 40, some places closed at, at a 40 and a half. So going to depend upon that number a little bit there, but certainly was a fascinating just sort of turn on the Tennessee Titans because the Titans have been a team that all year long I've been buying into them being a two touchdown underdog against the Kansas City Chiefs. I felt like it was pretty overreactionary, a steady team with a really good coach, but I felt like now is when the love went a little bit too far going up against the Philadelphia Eagles team that you just heard it all throughout the week. Oh, they can't shut down the run, man. You know what? That Goddard injury, it's going to nip them in the tuchus. You're able to go down the list of things when in reality, you take a look at this team and they've been playing just fine. In their previous game against the Green Bay Packers, if you took the closing line, you were able to get the cover as they were in a lot of spaces, a seven-point favorite on the open, closed more around a six to six and a half in that one. And for the Philadelphia Eagles, they just continue to be a machine. They continue to be by far, in my opinion, that number one team in the NFC. Now, the AFC, it is very interesting. I've had to have the Ravens pummeling, er, tumbling down my power rankings, to say the least, a win, but not an impressive one and a very costly win with Lamar Jackson going out that game against the Denver Broncos. We shall see on them moving forward, but you got out there the Chiefs. You've obviously got the Buffalo Bills. Now you've been able to have the Cincinnati Bengals be able to rise up. Very, very good win for them, but it's really been the Eagles just maintaining control of this NFC all throughout, moving to 11-1, and one, and the fashion in which they did it just so laser efficient 
with Jalen Hurts going off for 380 and three touchdowns. And heck, they ran the ball 24 times for 67 yards, and they still won this game by a count of 35 to 10. Just incredible what we've been seeing out of the Philadelphia Eagles all season long. Anytime you think that you have found a little bit of weakness with them, they were able to address it. And Derrick Henry in this game, 11 carries for 30 yards. It's very easy to be able to take care of the ground game when you get up very, very early like the Philadelphia Eagles have been able to all season long. And I always think that that's a very important aspect of taking a look at football as well because it's in all sports. Forget the NFL, forget boxing, which is where this reference comes from. But they always say styles make fights. And that's something that I think is very true in terms of basketball. I think that that's very true. I even for lack of a better term in terms of baseball as well, in terms of the pitcher versus hitter matchups, righty lefty splits. So I do think that that is always something to factor into with the Eagles being able to get their style, being able to get up very early. That was really setting the Titans in a little bit of a tailspin. And now moving forward, we've got our clear favorite out there in the NFC though. As we know, there is vulnerability with darn near every one of these teams in the NFL. We had a great week and now we've got to tie a little bit of a bow around it but more importantly, be able to utilize these data points that we got from week 13 and be able to win some bets for week 14. And you've got one game remaining in terms of week 13, and that is Monday Night Football. I'll give you guys a little bit more of an in-depth look at this towards back half of the hour. And coming up next, I'll see if Dave Tooley has anything in terms of Monday Night Football. He does a great job here at VEASAN taking a look at every betting market in the world. We're going to take a look at how the favorites and the underdogs did here on this NFL Sunday next here on VEASAN, Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr. And I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back. And joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market. 
as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're experiencing Hoops Peterson himself on VSIN, the sports betting network. Your next win is a broom. Play for free fantasy football and basketball with Draft Time Matchups presented by Miller Lite. Draft wins in 13 contests and compete for your share of $41,000 in total cash prizes. Head on over to DraftKings.com slash Miller Lite now to dive in on the action. Miller Lite, great taste, less filling, 21 years or older. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions, they do apply. See DraftKings.com for details and please do celebrate responsibly. We're back here on the Greg Peterson Experience on Visa and the Sports Bank Network. Great to be joined by Dave Tooley. Does a great job tracking darn near every betting market on the face of planet Earth and does a great job taking a look at all this NFL action every single week with me. And Dave, always a pleasure, my friend. Thank you. Hey, thanks for having me as always. Yeah, another another exciting NFL Sunday. A little little chalky for my taste. Uh, I had favorites going 11-1-1 straight up. 9-4 uh, against the spread as the... Uh, yeah, Giants covered as two and a half point dogs in their 2020 tie against the Commanders, and the Bengals upset the Chiefs outright. And then the Broncos, who we gave out on the show last week against the Ravens, yeah. covered, uh, even though they, they lost uh, late there. And the Rams, uh, surprisingly, <laughs> got into that number there against the Seahawks, too. So, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, favorites 11 1 and 1, straight up, and 9 and 4 against the spread. And is that the best week that we've seen all season for favorites? Because underdogs, just every single week, I feel like every time we jump on, and at minimum, we're talking about, oh, underdogs, a modest 50%. You have a lot of weeks where it's very much a dog week, but this feels like it's been really the best week for favorites all season. It might be. I'm, I'm, I'm flipping through my sheets here uh, week by week. And, uh, yeah, because even some weeks where even when the favorites are above 500 straight up, there's usually a couple of dogs that get in there and cover to, to get the dogs to come out against the spread on the plus side. But, uh, yeah, I, I don't see any games where uh, nine, nine favorites covered overall. Yeah, it's pretty incredible. And I thought it was interesting to see how totals did today as well, because you did have quite a few totals in which 
the opening versus closing number depended upon where when you got it because like with the Eagles versus the Titans open up in a lot of places 45 and a half comes down to about 44 to 44 and a half as we know total lands on 45 you saw like with the huh. Giants and the Commanders that was a total that in some spots was 40 some spots was 40 and a half the good old 2020 tie, which I'm sure everyone was predicting. But that said, that's one that lands on the number for some. How did you have the overs and the unders doing? Because it felt like a few more unders, but it feels like this week among all weeks I've seen, it really did depend upon the number that you got. Yeah, the, yeah, the Titans-Eagles, I had them closing as a consensus 44 and a half uh, here in Vegas. So, yeah, that just crept over the number. And, yeah, I had the... The Commanders Giants closing at 40 and a half, so that finished half a point under. So uh, overall in the day with the with the Colts running over the, I mean the Cowboys running over the Colts <laughs> on Sunday night, uh, that made the over seven and six on the day. Although remember the uh, Bills Patriots game on Thursday night was an under uh, under 43 and a half in the Bills 24-10 win. So the, the over unders are actually seven and seven overall on Week 13, and hopefully we'll get a decision on Monday night. Yep, hopefully we will get a decision on Monday night. And speaking of Monday night, I do think that you've got a play or two on this one as it's currently the Saints find themselves as three-and-a-half-point underdogs against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And this is a line that has been pretty stagnant here as we've seen a few numbers move to three as well. Depends upon where you're getting it. I know that DraftKings right now is a three-and-a-half. More in Vegas, we're seeing more of the threes. More around the East Coast, we're seeing a few more three-and-a-halves. Totals anywhere between 40-and-a-half and 41-and-a-half. Where do you stand in terms of this game? Because I do think that it's a very intriguing one. And if the Saints are able to win this game, as blasphemous as it seems, they're still in the running for this NFC South that it feels like nobody wants right now. Right. Uh, I'm kind of surprised and disappointed that you don't remember that on last Sunday night's show. Uh, oh, yes. Saints plus, plus six. It was six at the time. I, I actually mentioned that I missed, missed the six and a half. Uh, opener uh, at the Westgate. Still good value. <laughs> yeah, but it was plus six at a couple of books. So yeah, hope some listeners uh, jump, jumped in at that point. Um, yeah, it's yeah, been down to four and then three and a half uh, during the course of the week here. But I still think the the Saints have the play uh, any, at anything over a field goal. The, the you know we saw you know the Buccaneers beat the Saints earlier this this year uh, in their first meeting. But before that, you know the Saints had won the uh, swept the last two years the four regular season games while losing the playoff game. So the Saints defense has, you know, uh, Dennis Allen, the, the coach, defense coordinator, uh, he, has the, he has Tom Brady's number. I mean, really good against, uh, po- you know, pocket passers. Uh, you know, they, they held uh, Jimmy Garoppolo before he got hurt uh, last week in the 49ers, so only 13 points, uh, even though they lost 13 to nothing. So I, I think I think this defense is going to step up. And uh, hopefully the, the offense bounces back from uh, getting shut out last week, which uh, you know, a, lot of, a lot of times when you see teams in the NFL that get shut out or get blown out, they, they usually do bounce back. Yep, they typically do. And when it comes to what you're taking a look at in terms of week 14, because I mean, there's still some money to be made on Monday Night Football. I'll be breaking that game down in a little bit. But that said, now it's on to week 14. And as we always say on this show, now is a very good time to be taking a look at some of these numbers because when you wake up in the a.m. slash, if you take a look Monday afternoon, these numbers are going to be moving. They're going to be moving quite a bit. And I know you're eyeing an underdog in this one. Chiefs versus the Denver Broncos, but the Broncos being a nine and a half point home underdog. I'm seeing some nines out there as well with a total right around 41 and a half. Take me through this game because you backed the Denver Broncos last week 
I shall say, right. a relatively grody spot against the Ravens. Came through very, very easily for you and feels like another one, but I feel like there's a lot of people are sort of underestimating the home field advantage of the Broncos. Yeah, and and especially the defense of the Broncos. Uh, you know, that's what I talked about last week when giving them out against the Ravens. Now, obviously, uh, we can count on uh, them knocking uh, Patrick Mahomes out of the game like they did with Lamar Jackson today. But again, you, you saw the defense, you know, really step up and keep them in the game, and you know, they really should have pulled the outright upset, end up losing late. But you know, the, the, the Chiefs are also a team that you know a lot of times, you know, again we saw today. I thought I thought they were going to win comfortably. But the, the let the Bengals stick around and 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 pull up and pull out the win. So again, I mean, the Broncos' offense is uh, still struggling, so uh, it, it does make it a little dicey to take this. And uh, would certainly hope that it goes to double digits. But but I, I, again, I think with the, just based on the defense, I think the Broncos are again the play home dog at home, getting more than a touchdown. Now this is a very interesting circumstance because we always talk about oh, I like this team coming off a win, or I don't like this team coming off of a win, and you're able to say the same for a loss. Now coming off of a tie is the New York Giants at home <laughs> against the Philadelphia Eagles. There's not much in the playbook for coming off of a tie when it comes to the NFL. You see it a few times, but very, very rare circumstance here. And with the Eagles, you're finding them where I said at Circa is the best number if you like the Giants at seven with the Eagles laying it. If you like the Eagles, you probably want to be going away from Circa in that circumstance. For most other places, I'm seeing this number right around six half with a total between 44 and 45. Take me through this game just because I do think that it's such a fascinating spot. It's a divisional rivalry as well. And as we know, divisional dogs, typically they've got a little bit of extra spice and juice. Yeah, and especially, yeah, you know, like you said, especially in the division. And yeah, this getting to seven is definitely the buy spot for me. Um, I, I hope uh, someone doesn't bet it. I haven't bet it yet. I'm going to bet it right when you get off the air here at the plus seven. Because, like you said, the market is mostly showing six and a half. Uh, again, you know, similar to the, the Chiefs and the Ravens, for that matter. Uh, the Eagles you do, even though they're rocking and roll on the season, they usually let teams stick around. They did pull away against the, uh, the Titans today. But again, I, I think in the you know, you know, divisional matchup, uh, yeah, again, home dog getting a touchdown. You got to love that. Yep, absolutely. And then we've got one other very demonstrative, shall we say, divisional underdog. We've got one big underdog in the Texans. We shall see where that line gets relocated at in the AM after the Dallas Cowboys won by 100 million billion points against the Colts. That's going to be a fascination. But that said, it's the the Bills and the Jets. The Jets currently where I sit at Circa are a 10-point underdog. Pretty much everywhere else we're seeing a 9.5 with a total between 44 and 44 and a half. A little bit of the same logic here as the other team from I was going to say the great state of New York, but I realized that they actually play out there in New Jersey. They are in the area of New York. We'll just put it at that, but same logic in terms of this one. Uh, yeah. Again, the, the bills for them, you know, a lot of times this year that I've, I've let teams stick around. Um, I, fortunately I did not uh, back them uh, against the, uh, I didn't fade them against with the Patriots on Thursday night. So I avoided uh, taking a loss there, but I did bet you know the Lions against them on Thanksgiving and a couple other times I faded them this year. So yeah, I think you know again the J the Jets were right there against the Vikings today. They had every every chance to uh, uh, pull out pull out that uh, that win. And so yeah, again I think this is going to be a competitive game. And I think I think just you know, double digits is way too high. 
Yep, these these divisional underdogs have been able to do a great job all season long, but not as good of a job as you, Dave. You always bring the goods here on the Greg Peterson Experience. Do appreciate it. Thank you so much. All right, thanks. Have a great week, everyone. Dave Tooley does an absolutely incredible job over here at VEASAN taking a look at every single betting market. Obviously, this time of year, it's all about football, but does a great job in terms of basketball, baseball. You're able to go down the list. And coming up next, we head to the Rampart Race and Sportsbook. That's where we find the director over there at that fine establishment, Dwayne Clucci, here on VEASAN, the Sports Bank Network. Peterson himself on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Calling all soccer fans to lace up your cleats with Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook. With the World Cup in full swing, now is the perfect time to check out Bet Rivers because when you log into Bet Rivers every single match day, you're able to get a free $10 bet when you place a wager of at least $25. Bet Rivers has the latest lines, odds, and boosts to be able to create the perfect match day experience. Head on over to BetRivers.com or download the app today to get in on all the action as it is a whole new game. We're back here on the Greg Peterson Experience. I'm Vison, the Sports Bank Network. Great to be joined by Dwayne Clucci. He is the sportsbook director over there at the Rampart. Does a great job with their race book as well. And Dwayne, it is always a pleasure, my friend. Thank you. Uh, thanks for having me on, Greg. Another Sunday in the books. Another Sunday is in the books, and I want to ask you about this. We'll get into just how things overall went for you guys, but I know you guys offer a few live betting opportunities, obviously. You've got first half, second half bets, and everything like that. How much money did you see come in on the Miami Dolphins when it was announced that Jimmy G was injured, he doesn't return to the game? Because I'm willing to bet that there was quite a few people I piled in trying to fade Brock Purdy in. Purdy, well, he was pretty profitable if you took the San Francisco 49ers today. Yeah, right, Greg. He was pretty good, I'll be <laughs> honest with you. And, you know, you you do see a lot of people line up on the in-game wagering as well as the second half. You know, you're anticipating good things from the Dolphins. But the Dolphins, you know, their scheme, it really lacked some, uh, let me say, uh, creativeness. I mean, they didn't run the ball at all. That was right off the bat. So that played right into the 49ers' hands when your offense becomes one-dimensional. And there was a lot of pressure on Tua. You definitely saw a lot of in-game on Miami just because you knew Jimmy G wasn't going to return. And now he's gone for the season. So in-game is very, you know, uh, touch and go. you got to be careful as a bookmaker. That's when we have to make the line on the fly. Definitely gives the public a slight advantage, but you know, outscoring 16 to seven in the second half, the Dolphins did not play a really good game. And on the road, they uh, definitely were exploited a little by the San Francisco 49ers. So the handle was great on that game. That was one of the afternoon games where we had phenomenal handle. And uh, you know, uh, the initial bets, Greg, were all on the San Francisco 49ers. You saw that line movement during the course of the week. You get a little back on the end game, but nothing to really overcome. And you had favorites basically nine and four this weekend. So that definitely hurt us behind the counter. It was not one of the best weeks that we've had thus far at the Rampart and South Point. That's for sure. I was about to say, I think that only one underdog really was able to get the job done outright, and that was the Cincinnati Bengals. I have to, be I have to imagine that that was one of your better two-way games, but overall, when you do have weeks like this, I think the bigger thing for you guys, and correct me if I'm wrong, it's just when all these favorites come through, it's not necessarily the spread bets, but it's the fact that a lot of those teasers, a lot of those money line parlays, what have you, 
those all stay very, very active when you don't have these teams that are maybe even as low as like a three, three and a half point favorite get knocked off. Yeah, great point, Greg. And you see how the afternoon games lined up. Those were the big line movements in favor of the favorites. I mean, you saw the Chargers. We opened them as a two-point favorite, and the Las Vegas Raiders went to a two-and-a-half-point favorite. So, you know, we're taking our lumps there. You brought, uh, you brought up a great point, great two-way action on the Chiefs-Cincinnati game. So you don't make much there. You have so much liability then with the parlays and teasers rolling into the Cowboys. That was another big line move uh, in favor of the favorite. And it looked like the Colts were in the game. I mean, they cut the lead down to two. And then Dallas once again exploded, just like they did against Minnesota. I think the Colts also, they they were playing on their heels. They kind of gave up. So, uh, you know, it wasn't a good game for the Colts. It wasn't a good game for the books because we did have all those parlays and teasers. 49ers were another game where we opened three and a half, closed it at five. So all these big favorites winning. You hit the nail on the head. You have parlays, teasers, money line parlays, and that doesn't play into our favor as bookmakers. Yep, it certainly does not. And something that I do find to be very fascinating as well is that I know typically in terms of futures, you guys evaluate how everything goes for the week and then you sort of relist them. What are you guys going to be doing with the San Francisco 49ers in terms of this Jimmy G injury? Seems like he's going to be out for a bit of time. That means that Brock Purdy becomes a starter for this team. Is there going to be any sort of a move down on them or are you guys going to be keeping it relatively status quo and just let the betters decide where it should be going? Well, now in my head, you know, with a big loss like that uh, at the quarterback position, Brock Purdy is definitely serviceable. But when you're talking about NFC power ratings, I would now have to say that the Eagles, the Cowboys, and maybe even the Vikings are slightly ahead of the 49ers. Definitely the way Dallas has been playing. They've been playing the best football offensively. There were some holes in the secondary early on in the game tonight, but they're definitely, I would put them ahead of the 49ers on a neutral field. And definitely the Eagles, you see the way they're playing. They're like a machine. So uh, I would downgrade the 49ers slightly. I still think Jimmy G is the better option at quarterback than Brock Purdy. But there's a lot of football to be played. There's a lot of injuries that, uh, you know, can come about as you get later on in the season. So I would say that the 49ers are downgraded a little. The the ticket right and the handle is mostly on the Eagles in the NFC. Definitely the Cowboys are starting to take a lot of future action now as well, Greg. So it's going to be interesting to see how the 49ers back. I think they're going to sit and, uh, you know, watch a little bit and see how it plays out. Yep, you mentioned the Dallas Cowboys. 54 points against the Indianapolis Colts. That'll get a lot of people's attention. And we'll dive into Monday Night Football in a second, but just want to go back to what we saw on Saturday with Team USA. They unfortunately do not get the job done against the Netherlands. I have to bet that you guys were probably pulling just as Americans for the United States, but that said, I have to bet that handle was very much a one-way street in terms of the U.S. getting a lot of bets. And I have to imagine that that was a pretty good result from Saturday for you guys. Yeah, definitely a favorable outcome. You know, everybody's betting with their heart. Uh, Finally, you know, they got into the elimination round. Unfortunately, it didn't play out. They were behind the eight ball once you get that goal right before this uh, first half ends, Greg. You know, once you get that, you're up against it. They came out, they played better in the second, but 
you know, Netherlands was just too much. Then today you give a lot of it back, though. You look at those games, you know, with France winning and uh, winning decisively as well as England. They were definitely the two favorites that were played in those games. So it's going to be a, a great World Cup. The handle has been off the hook. Sad to see the U.S. out, though, because they only create more interest, a buzz around the race and sportsbook, and that just, uh, you know, creates an exciting feel. But unfortunately, they were eliminated, and, uh, you know, it did work out in our favor, I'm not going to say. Uh, I wasn't uh, sad to see them lose because from the bookmaker standpoint, we make some money on that. Oh, absolutely. It's just one of those two-way street things because you guys are probably very happy about the win that you were able to get with the Netherlands, but at the same time, just with it being the country of the United States, that's a little bit tough as well. And it means that you can't post as many numbers in terms of the United States as well, not being able to get to the Elite Eight and further on in terms of World Cup. But let's take a look at Monday Night Football right now because we are actually seeing some divides in the market. Typically, when you join me, it's like, oh, it's three across the board. It's seven across the board. Insert your number here. But we're seeing some places at three with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers being a favorite. We're seeing other places at three and a half with a total anywhere between really 40 and a half and 41 and a half. Where do you guys stand in terms of this game? Because I think it's one of the more fascinating games on the board for this week. Yeah, definitely. Hard to figure out, Greg. I'll be honest with you. We're sitting at three at the Rampart South Point. Uh, the uh, Buccaneers are the home favorite. The Saints have played them relatively well when you look at past history. I think Tampa really needs the game. I think Brady's going to put a lot of pressure on himself. The coaching staff also will. And I think they're going to have a pretty solid game plan. But they've had a lot of problems scoring the ball this year in the red zone, especially. Brady has made a ton of mistakes. They need a little more out of Evans. They need more out of Julio Jones. Finally, they're starting to mix Jones in a little more. I mean, he's averaged five targets over the last three or four games, which is important to get that down the field ball. And, uh, you know, 41 is the total at the Rampart and South Point, which I think is right because you don't have a lot of scoring uh, and firepower. Usually the Saints and Tampa Bay, you think of a lot of scoring, but not this year, Greg. Definitely seeing a spread across, uh, you know, Las Vegas in the market, as well as across other states, some places four, some places three, three and a half, like you said, three with the shade of 120, which we do not do at the Rampart and South Point. We stick with the VIG. Uh, I think we may see this game go to three and a half. I think a lot of Tampa money is going to come, you know, out late. And we still do have a lot of parlays and teasers alive to both sides because of all those favorites uh, winning and covering on the teasers on Sunday. And you mentioned something very important in that South Point is really one of the few books that you're going to find that they don't juice things up to like minus 120 and even money on one side, minus 115, minus 105. It's always minus 110 when it comes to spread bets. And I know sometimes you guys do like a minus 105 when it comes to specialists as well. So that is always something that is exclusive for you guys. And you do an absolutely tremendous job over there at the Rampart, Dwayne. I know that you guys have a lot on your plate right now with darn near every single sport aside from baseball on planet Earth going on right now. Always do appreciate the time. Thank you. Uh, always, Greg. Always have time for the unit. And I appreciate you having me on the show each and every Sunday. Dwayne is one of the best men that you're going to find out here in lovely Las Vegas. Does a great job over there at the Rampart Race and Sportsbook. And we were just talking about him with Monday Night Football. I'll give you guys my thoughts on Monday Night Football next. Here on the Great Peterson Experience, I'm Beeson, the Sports Money Network.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back. And joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleha Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. VSIN, the sports betting network. The VSIN Cyber Monday deal has been extended. Sign up to become a VSIN Pro subscriber today and get a daily recap of top plays made by VSIN show hosts and guests. 
tools like our betting splits that let you see where the money and the bets are moving for every game, deep dives on and betting reports, and our upcoming College Bowl and Super Bowl guides. New VEASAN Pro Annual subscribers also get a $30 credit to the VEASAN store. The VEASAN store is covered with sports betting hats, shirts, mugs, and other great de- and other great gear. Hurry up, this is an extended Cyber Monday deal. It's not going to be lasting long, so sign up for the perfect sports holiday betting gift. That is at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. As we're back here on the Greg Peterson Experience on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network, and it is always a pleasure to be joined by the two men that joined me the last few segments, Dave Tooley over here at the network and Dwayne Clucci of the Rampart Race and Sportsbook. We were talking with Dwayne towards back half of that conversation about Monday Night Football. So let's dive in right now. I've got a few props for you guys and I've got my thoughts here as we dive in with the San Francisco or the San Francisco 49ers. The New Orleans Saints finding themselves as anywhere between a three and three and a half point underdog. Like Dwayne was mentioning, he's really one of the few books that you're able to get minus 110 if you're looking at a three for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. If you're looking at a three and a half, you're probably going to get more like even money slash minus 105 in terms of that as well. So be taking note there with a total anywhere between 40 and a half and 41 and a half. And I like the points here with the New Orleans Saints. I just think that this is the sort of game that is going to be sort of a field goal game. I don't really want the Saints on the money line. I would not want to be taking the risk there with Andy Dalton, but I mean, it sounds really, really simple. And I mean, when you've got the name Tom Brady in front of it, you always have your trepidations, but you're fading a 45-year-old quarterback. I recognize that Tom Brady has been able to defeat Father Time for so long, but Father Time is starting to catch up and he's catching up in a big way. And what else is catching up and helping out Father Time is the fact that you don't have much of a ground game with this Tampa Bay Buccaneers team. Now, things have been able to emerge a little bit more for them in recent weeks, but certainly an interesting circumstance as he goes up against a guy in Andy Dalton who was drafted 11 years after him, and Andy Dalton is 35 years old, so that tells you how long Tom Brady's been in the league, but what I do find to be interesting about Andy Dalton as well is that he's kept a clean sheet each of the last two weeks. As a matter of fact, in the last two weeks, he's completed darn near 70% of his passes. Now, one of those weeks was against a Rams team, in which everyone is injured for them right now. That is a really, really bad team to say the least. But you know what? He's doing an okay job going out there, not creating the really, really dumb mistakes. Now, there is always the MO of Andy Dalton being in prime time, and it's not necessarily the spot where you want to be playing him time and time again. And with Tom Brady, he's always come up big in larger spots. But I do take a look at Tom Brady having just the two interceptions this year, and I feel like it's a little bit of fool's gold. Just from watching the Tampa Bay Buccaneers games, There have been so many balls that have been in defenders' hands that they have not come through, and that's part of the reason why I do like the two props that we've got, as we've got interception props on Andy Dalton, and we've got an interception prop on Tom Brady. Tom Brady to throw an interception is minus 105, and when you think about it, you would think, ah, probably should be a little bit more plus money with Tom Brady in this circumstance just because he's played so many games this year. He's only thrown two interceptions. I think the regression monster is very, very hungry, and he's going to be gobbling up a Tom Brady interception. So I take a look there, and with Andy Dalton, no interception for him. He's going up against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense. I mean, it's been relatively solid. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers are able to get home. They're able to get a few sacks. I do like what they've been able to do thus far this season, and I mean, let's call it what it is. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense is one of the main reasons why they just have not been completely dispatched this season from the NFC South, but 
They've come up with seven interceptions in 11 games. They do get to the quarterback. They get a lot of sacks. They don't necessarily come up with picks. This is a secondary that it leaves a little bit of something to be desired, especially with having a few ailments. Antoine Winfield most likely not going to be playing in this game once again as he's been dealing with an ankle injury the last few weeks. So that leaves them a little bit vulnerable. So I like Tom Brady to be the one guy that throws an interception in this game. And with the Saints, I would not be surprised if they do what brought them success last year when they played against this Tampa Bay Buccaneers in prime time. You may recall there were two games during the 2021 season in which neither team scored a touchdown. Buccaneers versus Saints, I believe that that was also a primetime game. That was one of those games. That was, if you remember the Taysom Hill just rock fight of a game, I think that it ended 9-3. to It was one of the most unsavory things to watch. It was a 2021 version of the Broncos versus Colts game, which we all remember that one. That's one that we probably don't want to remember, but we remember it because it was just so rememberably bad, but that's what you've got here. And with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers team, just a case in which I've been really unimpressed by Mike Evans. I traded for him in fantasy and all of a sudden he's been not necessarily generating a whole heck of a lot ever since then. So if you want to call me the jinx for Mike Evans, you can do so, but and he's been able to get his receptions, but he hasn't found the end zone in any of the last five weeks. It's been a lot of dinking and dunking for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Now, the one good thing that they've got going for them right now is Rashad White. White, the kid from Arizona State, he's come in, he's gotten more carries, and he's been able to take it and run with them. Four plus yards per carry in four out of the last five weeks. He was getting a very modest amount of the workload last two weeks. It combined 36 carries, a buck 69 on the ground between those two. He's been able to break out some big gains and has been something that they've really been lacking all season long. It's Leonard Fournette, and he may or may not play in this game in general. And when Leonard Fournette has gotten the ball, he just hasn't been able to do anything whatsoever with it. He's just a guy that at this point, he's going to get like three, four yards in a cloud of dust for you. And for that, because there have been a lot of games in which he hasn't averaged three yards per carry. So I do think that that plays into it. And I do think that you're going to be seeing just a lot of runs from both of these teams in general. Unfortunately, DraftKings does not have up currently the Tampa Bay Buccaneers rushing props just because that Leonard Fournette injury, it is very, very questionable. And honestly, I hope that Leonard Fournette goes because I don't think that he's going to get a lot of carries. That would take down the number that you'd be able to get on White in this game. And I'd probably be taking a look at that over. He's been a really nice shall we say, safety valve setup guy for the Buccaneers. A Buccaneers offense that has been so predictable this year. Byron Leftwich sort of just laughs at the media when they ask him about the advanced analytics, but, I mean, you don't need the advanced analytics to know that the Buccaneers are going to run the ball on first down, and they're probably not going to run it the rest of the time. They become very, very predictable, and thus, we've seen the Tampa Bay Buccaneers really struggle on offense. We've also got Andy Dalton on the other side. He's seen a lot of good primetime games, Go under the total. I think that this is going to be another one of these. I would say shop around for the best of the number because, like I said, we're seeing some spots as low as a 40 and a half. We're seeing some spots as high as a 41 and a half. So I would say try to make sure that you're able to get as much protection as humanly possible. You, If you like this number under like I do, it shouldn't matter whether it's 40 and a half or 41 and a half. It should hit either way, but you never know when you're going to need that extra point. And it always comes out in just the most strange of circumstances because you never know when you have, say, 17 to 17, 20 to 20, it goes overtime, and, well, then you have yourself a big giant calamity from there. So 
It is very, very important to be shopping around for the best of the number, in my opinion, but I do like this total under end. Just in terms of other player props that really do intrigue me on the board, the main ones that I was taking a look at were really the passing and the rushing props. And with Alvin Kamara, him at 48 and a half in terms of his rushing prop, that's one that I'd be taking a look at and over on as well. I recognize that he's been doing a lot more in the past game, but I do think that the Saints are going to be looking to establish a run. It sort of goes into, I like the under as well. There are some props that they lead in a little bit more with the over. Sometimes they lead in a little bit more with the under. And sometimes you just get a performance like the, like the Dallas Cowboys where everything goes over. Sometimes you get overtime like with the Commanders and the Giants that we saw when you get 10 extra minutes of football. Well, that obviously helps out with a lot of player props as well. But certainly a fascinating circumstance there. I would like the Elvin Kamara over in terms of his reception props as well. But it's minus 155 juice. You always want to keep it in relative control. Should Alvin Kamara be able to get there? Yes, but when you're laying this sort of juice, now all of a sudden you need to be hitting darn near 60% of your bets to be able to break even, and that's a little bit more of a difficult circumstance, and I do think that that is always a little bit of a determining factor when it comes down to a lot of these props. So what I like here is the Saints getting 3.5, and, and I do think that getting that 3.5, it is relatively important in the spot. I could see this very well being a, oh, a three-point game, a field goal game, so... I do think that the three and a half, it is something that you do want to be targeting. I do like this total under. And then Tom Brady to throw an interception. Andy Dalton to not throw an interception. And then Alvin Kamara over his rushing yards. And right now at DraftKings, that is at 48 and a half. So that's what we're looking at in terms of Monday Night Football. If anything pops up, I will address that at the end of the show as well. Sometimes I'll add a few. And we've got to add in the pro tip for our number one here. VEASAN.com slash subscribe for all of those. You're able to sort them by show and by sport and the pro tip for our number one sort of what I was talking about at the top if you've got a fade slash a team that you're backing and it's working out and you're not seeing a whole lot of market correction on them just keep working it like I've been doing with fading Louisville basketball if it ain't broken if they're not making an adjustment keep going with it and we're going to look to go with a DK Nation pick on the hardwood next here on VEASAN the Sports Bank Network At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. 
Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddy? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddy on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.